This is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. And as always, thanks for listening. Uh, President Donald Trump recently unveiled his spending plan for the nation, and it was a bitter pill for a lot of groups and states. That's especially true for Great Lake states, as Trump cut funding for restoration of these vital bodies of fresh water. But many in the U.S. Senate, including the president's own party mates, have said Trump's budget proposal is a non-starter, dead on arrival, and will be changed dramatically before it receives any sort of final approval. Joining me now to talk about the budget and some other issues is Senator Debbie Stabenow, a Democrat from here in Michigan. Senator, good welcome morning, to Detroit Today. Steve, it's good it's to always see you. good to talk to you. Yes. Um, so let's start with the president's budget. Uh, I'm not a fan of what he's trying to do. I know it's you're shocking. not either. Uh, one of the things that I think is really problematic about it is it makes such dramatic cuts to such vital programs as a way of yanking the entire conversation to the far right so that maybe if we get a little bit of those things back, we'll pat ourselves on the back and say, right. well, we won, but we won't have won. I mean, right. exactly. uh, unless you can exactly. move this really far back to some sensible medium, I mean, this would be devastating for a lot of people. It would be, and it really uh, does not recognize that as a, a country there is more than just tax cuts for the very wealthy mm -hmm. that, that we ought to care about. We ought to care about quality of life and protecting our water and, uh, and innovation for new medical cures and education and good roads and bridges and water systems and that there's a whole thing that we do together. Yes. And it's in this budget, it's all just defense. And of course we support um, funding that keeps us safe, right. but funding, and then they take everything else for tax cuts for those who have done well in yes. this economy. Yes. When most folks working hard every day, maybe taking a shower after work rather than before work, are yeah. not able to get ahead and they're just paying more and more and more. Right. More and, the, so. and the cynical part of it is, I think the president and some people in Congress would sell this as something that helps those people you're talking about, that helps right. the average working family. Uh, and the average working family sometimes gets sucked into that and thinks, yeah, let's cut all these taxes and let's get the government out of the way. And they never really benefit from those policies. It doesn't work that way. Right. Well, I don't think that most folks benefit if the cost of college goes up, which happens with this budget. Middle-class families and as well as low-income families will be paying right. more out of pocket. Um, I don't think people are doing better if we're not constantly keeping an, an eye on what we need to do to protect the Great Lakes. As you and I have talked about, the, sure. the, the wiping out all the funding for our water, which means we're not cleaning up beaches, we're not protecting from Asian carp, we're not, all the things that we enjoy about boating and fishing and hunting. Sure. And 40 million people get their drinking water from, from the Great, Great Lakes. Lakes. And yeah. so uh, protecting our water is a big deal. And not only do they wipe out the Great Lakes Restoration Initiative, but when I look in Department of Agriculture, which I oversee, they've gone into voluntary conservation programs that we use to work with farmers to runoff of pesticides into our waters. We right. have developed a whole new way of protecting watersheds, working with farmers, and they zero out that funding as well. So I don't, all the efforts to protect our water, which is not something we can do by ourselves, yeah. we yeah. have to do that together. Right. And in fact, uh, during a Senate hearing last week when Mick Mulvaney, uh, OMB director, right. came before you, 
uh, I thought you had a rather pithy and appropriate response when uh, when he said, why should someone in Arkansas care about sending money to the Great Lakes? Well, and, you know, it just it, immediately, for me, it was just a very emotional <laughs> response. I said, because that's what it means to be a country. Yeah. He said, why should somebody in Arkansas care? Where, Well, you know, I thought afterwards about it, and with my agriculture hat on, they grow rice in Arkansas. We don't yes. grow rice in Michigan, and yet on the farm bill, I don't just say, well, I only care about cherries or beans or apples or whatever. We, we create something that works for our whole for country so yeah. our farmers can be successful. Even folks that grow cotton and peanuts and rice, which we don't grow in Michigan. Right. And that's what it means to have a national farm and food policy in a country. And yeah. so the idea that they're pitting things up and uh, trying to pit people against each other is so harmful for people all over our country. And, and that's, a bigger, that's a bigger issue. I mean, in some ways, there is this assault on the idea of common good and common decency. This yes. obligation that we have to take care of each other, make sure that people don't go hungry, uh, don't go sick. Right. This administration has ratcheted that rhetoric and action up in a way that I'm not sure that I've seen before. It's very uh, harmful. We see it being played out now. Um, with kids in schools or with people um, on the street with each other. Mm -hmm. um, and it's very harmful, all of this yeah. rhetoric. And, um, you know, I'll give one example mm -hmm. that just in terms of common good. We big debate on health care right now. Yes. And uh, Michigan did the right thing and expanded Medicaid. So if somebody's a minimum wage worker, they don't have to pick between not working and getting health care or working and not sure. getting health care. Right. And so we provide health care through Medicaid expansion. Well, what has happened with that? Two important things. 97% of our children in Michigan can now see a doctor, right. which is a great thing. Yes. And because they can see a doctor instead of just using the emergency room, state of Michigan is saving money. Right. They're going to save close to $450 million more tax money that will be available in the budget to use for other things because children are seeing a doctor instead of waiting room. till they get really sick. And moms and dads can care for their children and, and they can get annual physicals and checkups. So that's doing the right thing and it saves money. Yes. And yes. so those are the things that we should be looking for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. My guest is Senator Debbie Stabenow, a Democrat from here in Michigan. Uh, Debbie, I, I want to talk to you about the, the food stamp cuts that are present in uh, the Trump budget. You used to be the chair of the Senate right. Agriculture uh, Committee where right. this is this is handled again very very dangerous what they're proposing kids families will go hungry if if right. uh, if this gets through they're proposing a 25% cut in food assistance and first let me say in agriculture and what we call the farm bill which includes food and farm policy yes, yes. I've always described it as two different safety nets, one for families uh -huh. who need temporary food help and one for farmers. Yes. So when there's bad weather, when there's problems and prices are down, we help farmers because we know we have a stake in growing food, sure. processing food, and in people being 
given access to food. So what has happened, because the economy is getting better, you know, not as fast in every place as we'd like, we're actually saving money on the food assistance side of things. They, they project the next 10 years we're going to actually see $80 billion less spent, not by being uh, harmful or hateful, but because the economy is getting better and people don't need help. Right. So we're going to we're actually saving money there. We're actually seeing because of weather conditions and so on more help that farmers need. Prices have gone down and yes. so on. So it goes back and forth depending on the economy. So now this administration has decided to come in and cut one out of four food dollars, most of which go to children. Yes. Children or seniors. Right. Right. Uh, to be able to make sure that uh, they have at least a minimum amount of support. To me, that's part of the great American value system. Sure. Uh, and, and this works, as I said. Uh, we're actually spending less today than we spent last year. We'll spend less next year. Yeah. Uh, if the economy continues to improve, those costs go down. They go down again, right, right. And so it, it, to arbitrarily come in... Um, it makes no sense. And I should also say that we've used those dollars in emergency situations like Flint mm -hmm. because good nutrition is the only thing that mitigates excessive lead, lead in children. Sure. Yeah. I've been able in the last couple of years to get funding for summer meals for children to have make sure they get healthy meal every day in the summer mm -hmm. uh, because they you know school was not in session right. and we've used those dollars in a way that would be completely eliminated so if there was an emergency a health emergency in the state we would not have any dollars to step in and be able to help from a medical or health right. standpoint right right um, I want to switch subjects a little bit here and talk uh, talk about the the scandals that seem to be enveloping this administration really early. I mean, uh, you know, my memory of other administrations is that the scandal happens later. You know, the the first hundred days, you almost never hear right. of the kind of things we've right. we've uh, witnessed uh, yeah. from this administration. At the same time. I wonder if you feel like Democrats are making too much of that. Are you moving too fast, too quick to judge uh, this president because because you don't like him uh, and exaggerating the, the, the potential harm that, that, that we're witnessing here? Well, what we're seeing is, in my judgment, is not, it's scandals almost not the right word. It's more of a... Um, a, a concern that started with the, the frankly, the intelligence community, yes, yes. with the FBI, uh -huh. who were investigating last summer the relationship with Russia, and I think this is being driven much more. It's it's not partisan as much as it is a deep concern and growing concern about the relationship with Russia and what that means to us, and so. People is say, well, why should I carry? Yes. Do you feel like your Republican colleagues yes, are, are I do. appropriately concerned about I this? think that people are not stepping forward publicly as much as I would like, but I can tell you privately they are. In, in the Intelligence Committee, the Republican chair, mm -hmm. the ranking Democrat working closely together, that committee has been doing subpoenas, has been calling people in. They're doing an investigation. We now have a special prosecutor uh, that was uh, named by someone appointed within the Trump administration to the Attorney General's office. Right. So um, for those who are saying this is, you know, 
just a, a partisan because we don't like who won the election. We're actually getting this from outside of democratic circles because what is happening right now is Russia has decided they want to destabilize democracies around the world, particularly Europe and the United States. Yes. We know that they've gone in to France, we know they've gone into other places. They went in big time in the United States and were successful. Mm -hmm. And so what they want to do is break up all the countries working together that have been against Russia because they want to reconstitute the Soviet Union, take back all of those countries in the Soviet Union, create more power. They know that it was NATO, the European countries, the United States, sure. who stood together in favor of freedom and democracy and yeah. against them. So they're trying to break that up. And they, they unfortunately for us, uh, are in a situation now because of their financial interests yes. and business dealings with the Trump uh, businesses. Unfortunately, in a situation where we are seeing unfold the inability of this administration to act to protect American interests yes. because of their own financial interests. And that's when it gets very serious. And mm -hmm. I think it's very appropriate that what's happening here and uh, from information that I have, I can tell you that there's there's more to come. Yeah. Uh, does it make it hard or impossible for this administration to govern while this happens? I mean, can anything get done while all of this is sort of unfolding in the background? It certainly takes, uh, you know, the more majority of their time, although I will say even um, things like uh, health care and other things they've wanted to do, the people they've put in charge of that, uh, don't have experience or knowledge, which mm -hmm. has also made it difficult. Um, on the budget, we got the six-month budget done because we worked together in the House and Senate Republican Democrats right. and really asked the administration to stay at arm's length yeah. so that we could actually get it done. Yeah. Uh, this is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. My guest is Senator Debbie Stabenow, a Democrat from Michigan, we're talking at the Mackinac Policy Conference on Mackinac Island about the issues that challenge us here in Michigan uh, every year. Business and political leaders come up to the island to get away from things and see if they might be able to come to different kinds of solutions and ideas together. Um, before I let you go, I want to ask about next year. It's an election year. Really? Yes, yeah. it is. You may not know that. <laughs> But it is, and I'm curious about what your plans look like for Well, I'm, I am uh, planning on uh, running for re-election. Um, you know, Stephen, I really, it, I've lived in Michigan my whole life. Yeah. I'm lucky enough that my family is all here, and I see everything through the eyes of what I can do for Michigan. Michigan families, jobs protecting the Great Lakes and so on. And I think this is a time where we need experienced people that know how to work across the aisle and get things done. And yeah. I really feel committed to do that. So, uh, but everything I do, I mean, I'll work with anybody if the administration wants to work with us on closing tax loopholes and bringing jobs yeah. home, count yeah. me in. You know, I've lived here my whole life and intend to retire and be here the rest of my life. Yeah. And so I'm trying to do everything I can to make Michigan uh, the state we all want to live in. Yeah. Okay. Senator Debbie Stabenow, thanks very much for being here. On Absolutely. Detroit. Absolutely. This is 1019 WDET Detroit. We will be back after a short break.